0: What's going on ladies and gentlemen welcome to the second half of the main event talk podcast SummerSlam weekend I am the main event player to supersede a god upon god's king among kings the coolest son of a motherfucking bitch walking god's green earth and SummerSlam weekend is upon us guys it's going to happen tomorrow night, live as it happens on the WWE Network. But before we get to SummerSlam, before we talk about all those matches, we've got a couple of announcements that are going to be made, including a new match that has been added to NXT TakeOver, which is also going to be taking place tonight. And also AEW Dynamite is going to be going back-to-back with NXT TakeOver 30. It should be interesting. And also, the main event's going to give you thoughts on the... Thunderdome that took place last night over on WWE Smackdown. It looks pretty good. I mean, I'm not saying it's going to be all that in a bag of fucking chips, but it should be very, very interesting. So the main event cannot wait to talk about that and so much more. Now, as you can tell from the very beginning of the show, that I have not been able to talk about, you know, usually when I start off this episode, I usually go ahead and say the usual. This episode of the Minute Men Talk is brought to you by Rich's Billiards. But circumstances that took place. Now, I'm going <clears> to <throat> go ahead and address the issue. I think there's some people that have an idea, know about what it is. I know about what it is and everything. So I'm going to go ahead and make a statement right here, right now. Now there's one thing that, that there's one thing I want to mention right here on this episode. First of all, yesterday was a very important birthday, so very big happy birthday over to Richard uh, Richard Nunes himself. Uh, I I call him Richard Graves. I, you know that's you know kind of a wrestling name that I come up with him and everything. He is the the owner, the general manager, if you will, of Rich's Billiards. His birthday was just yesterday. Happy birthday to him. <clears throat> now. I'm not going to ignore what I've seen, and I'm not going to ignore the messages that were sent to me, and I'm not going to ignore what, what I know, okay? The only thing you guys have to know is this. Should this be the time to say that Rich's Billiards will be closed, I'll take Rich's, Richard's word for it. I'll take his word for it over anybody else's. Let me explain why. I have been not only a very loyal customer to Richard's Billiard slash Dio's, but I've also been a friend. Now, I have said it on numerous occasions. I have been a part of Richard's Billiard since 2003 of February 14th on Valentine's Day. And we're in 2020, and we're in the midst of an epidemic. We are in this pandemic. We're in this whole situation where we cannot go back to any of the bars. We can't go back to any of the places that we used to go unless we were aware of masks. And it's all understandable. It's all very understandable. However, I have said it before, and I'll say it again. I don't think Richard's Billiards is going to be closed. Because of this pandemic, I don't think it will. It'll only be a matter of time before it reopens. I've said it on a couple of occasions on this episode, on, on a couple of episodes. But now, with people speculating, and, and I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna call it like I see It's all pure speculation. And I and I know some friends are gonna be. What do you mean it's all pure speculation, dude? It's closed. It's finished. It's never gonna reopen until I hear it from his lips. Until I hear it from Richard himself That Richard's Billiards is officially closed It's not This is the thing I was there when it Well, not when it first opened But I was there when I first made my debut On Valentine's Day in 2003 I was there when they had their first show That first show was with the Periwinkle Massacre I was there when it died I was there when it came back to life i was there for so many changes that this that deals has gone through and everyone uh, inclu- including the more and, and i'm i'm sorry but i'm gonna say it because i call it like i see it to the doubters to the morons and jack offs who believe that the place is going to shut down here's my thought on this do i take personal grief over what i've heard yes do i know about the situation yes am i going to talk about it on air fuck no because it's not my business to talk. It's not. It's not my business. It's theirs. That's their issue. That's their problem, not mine. I'm here to support the bar. I'm here to support Richard. I'm here to support them because everything you know about, everything you see, hey, whatever they go through, that's fine. That's not my concern. But to everyone that believes that this bar is going to shut down just because of, of, of what has taken place, you got to be out of your fucking mind. As I stated before, this bar has died and this bar has came back to life. This bar is shut down and came back to life. What doesn't surprise me if this bar comes back open, say tomorrow, or say next week, or say in 2025? The point is, Richard's Billiards ain't going nowhere. You, all of you, all of you that support Richard, all all of you that supported this bar, all of you that know what this bar has gone through for the last 20 years, you know what goes on, and for that, I thank you. Richard thanks you. Everyone that supports Richard right now thanks you, okay? You know about that. And to all the morons, and to all the jack-offs, the dickheads, the the stupid people that believe in all of the... Obviously, we got some stupid Trump supporters out there, so you know what I'm talking about. All of you that believe that this bar is going down within a hitch. All of you that believe that Ridges Billiards is going to die. You can all kiss my fucking ass. That's how it goes. So in closing... To add this because the main event's pumped up for SummerSlam. The main event's pumped up for NXT. The main event's pumped up for AEW. You can all kiss my ass. Because there's no way. No way to hell. Let me say that one more time with a bit of a Vince McMahon voice to it. There is no way to hell. Rich's billiards will ever fucking die. And I say this with a smile on my face. When I say this episode of the Main Event Talk podcast is brought to you by Richard's Billiards not your average heroes new name same place the bar that never goes away <laughs> you pumped up for nxt takeover tonight i don't know what is that's metallica from malt into the flame off of the album hardwired to self-destruct and fuck I am so pumped up for NXT TakeOver tonight. It's going to take place along with AEW Dynamite. You got to get pumped up for that as well. Everything is going to go down tonight on the WWE Network and everything is going to happen on TNT Network as well. So before we get into everything that we need to talk about, let's get back into NXT TakeOver 30. Let's talk about what's going to take place tonight let's see we're gonna run down the card here if you don't mind so that way we can get ourselves prepared for what's gonna happen at nxt takeover if you will because there was one match that was added one match that was added to the whole thing just yesterday and just go ahead and get it out of the way i'm sorry um the matchup was um what is it finn balor oh here we go finn balor going one-on-one against Timothy Thatcher. That's going to take place at NXT TakeOver tonight. The reason for that match being added was because Finn Balor had a matchup against the Velveteen Dream, the winner to move on uh, to take the final slot in the vacant North American Championship match, which the Velveteen Dream won, and it was because of the interference from Timothy Thatcher. And the Prince Finn Balor was so upset about it that he demanded that he have a match against Smithy Thatcher at NXT TakeOver, and that's what's going to take place tonight on the WWE Network. So, <clears throat> running down the card here, we just talked about this, uh, a triple threat tag team match to determine the, the number one contenders for the NXT Tag Team Championship. It's going to be Breezango, Fandango, and Tyler Breeze and versus Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch, Versus Lagado de Fantasma of uh, Joshua Wilde, and Wildman Raul Mendoza. I'm sorry. The winner will be the number one contenders for the NXT Tag Team Champions. Also, uh, let's see a one-on-one matchup. It's going to be let's see. Well, well, they got this all card all messed up but we'll see how it goes uh adam cole going one-on-one against pat mcafee we're gonna see how that shit goes down uh let's see keith lee to go one-on-one against carrion cross with scarlet in her corn in his corner also, for the NXT Women's Championship, it's gonna be Io Shirai going one-on-one against Dakota Kai with Raquel Gonzalez in her corner. And also the five men who are gonna compete in the latter match for the vacated North American Championship. It's gonna be Bronson Reed versus Damian Priest versus Cameron Grimes versus Johnny Gargano versus the Velvety Dream. And that's all going to take place tonight. I've already given you my predictions. I've already given you my thoughts as to who I think is going to win in everything. And if you want to hear it again, all you got to do is listen to the last episode that I did right here on the Main Event Talk Podcast. So be ready, guys. NXT TakeOver is tonight. The countdown begins around, I'm going to say around 5.30. And the event itself starts around 6 o'clock. It's going to take place right here in Corpus Christi. Ever, wherever you're listening at, it's probably going to be a different time and everything else like that. So be ready. NXT takeover 30 is tonight we have done over 30 i count them 30 takeovers what 29 takeovers to be exact this will be the 30th takeover and listening to that metallica song gets you pumped up gets you ready in the whole nine fucking yards we are ready for that now speaking of getting ready let's also talk about what's going to take place uh let's see if we can get to it here we go and it's gonna take place let's see if we can put the date down for it uh, what's today the 22nd there we go <coughs> all right I was trying to see what sort of matches us uh, dynamite is gonna be taking place tonight uh, okay, here's the official website right here. Just to get your rundown of the matches that are going to be taking place. Oh, as a matter of fact, they got them on picture, so that's good. Okay, so tonight on TNT's AEW Dynamite, that's going to take place tonight on TNT, it's going to be for the TNT Championship. Cody Rhodes will be defending the championship against Mr. Brody Lee. That's going to happen. And it's going to be the Elite versus the Dark Order in a six-man tag team matchup. The finals of the Women's Tag Team Tournament are going to take place. It's going to be, if memory serves me correctly, the Nightmare Sisters of Randy Rhodes and the Bunny, Alley to take on the team of Ivalice and the... Uh, Diamante and 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 I've stated this before and I'll say it again. If Brandy wins, a lot of people are gonna get pissed off, and we know we know what's gonna happen after that. But if Evil East wins, which I hope to God that happens, I'm gonna be happy and a lot of other people should be happy too. Okay, also a tag team matchup gonna take place. is gonna be the FTR. It's gonna be Cash Wheeler and Dax Hardwood to take on Private Party of uh Zaya Cassidy and Mark Quinn. That's going to happen. And also the return of Darby Alley, uh, Darby Allen. He's in action tonight. And an eight-man tag team matchup. It's going to feature the Lucha Brothers and the Butcher and the Baker and the Candlestick Maker and, and, and the, <laughs> the Butcher and the Blade, I'm sorry, against the nat- Natural Nightmares and Jurassic Express those matches are going to take place tonight at AEW Dynamite that's going to happen on TNT so if you guys want to check out some AEW action I know I am (laughs) check it out on TNT tonight it's going to be tremendous SummerSlam weekend is looking good we got some wrestling happening on both sides of the program both sides of the brand if you will so it should be tremendous to see what happens tonight so, let's talk about the Thunderdome. Let's talk about this spectacular that happened last night at um, WWE SmackDown. Uh, I gotta say, and uh, you know what, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I think uh, the Thunderdome is pretty impressive. You know, I, just looking at it, it's just, it seems you, you would figure, and this is just my thinking on it, you would figure it'd be just a little bit bigger. I don't know why. I mean, because I, I saw the Thunderdome last night on SmackDown, and you would figure it be just a little bit bigger. It seems a bit like the same size as the Performance Center. You know? And it's because, you know, you got all these LED lights, and it looks spectacular. It looks great. And, you know, the funny thing is, you know, I'm not going to ma- mention all the matches that took place there, but I am going to mention a couple of things. Um, number one, the audience. Um... You can hear the audience, obviously, but it's not as loud as you would think, you know? It's not as loud as you would think, right? You would think that, okay, well, you know, you get the people on the screen there. And and, and I heard, oh, by the way, have you guys had a chance to read the shit that, how, how to get access to get in to the Thunderdome? I heard the rules. I was listening to it on the Jim Cornette Experience. My fuck! Well, there's no price to it. I'm, well, pro- there probably is a price, obviously, but I don't know. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I'm just the rules of this. Oh my god! I mean, it's and it's typical. It's typical WWE. That's what it is. It's typical. WWE to go ahead and place these fucking rules. Okay, here's what you do. You Obviously, you don't wear an AEW t-shirt, duh. You don't wear anything racist or, or remarkable. You know, that's another thing. I mean, there's, a, there's several things that are understandable, and then there are things that are just completely stupid. There are just things in there that are completely stupid. You know, why, why, can't, why can't we just be a regular fan wearing a regular t-shirt watching smackdown on our screens why can't we watch that no we got to make things complicated we have to do we do we have to well I, obviously you know when you looked at the audience closely they weren't wearing a mask so that's a good take good that were they hand sanitized when they fucking put this together okay <laughs> it's just fucking stupid um let's see let's let's also get into this um when I was looking, I wasn't. I was watching the matches, and the good thing is, possibly some people may may feel about this like I do. I looked at the match just a little bit more than I looked at the audience, but you can't help but look at the audience a little bit, especially when you see things like Teddy. Yes, Teddy. You 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 remember the bear? You remember that bear that 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 movie about the the Teddy? right, he shows up on the fucking screen, right, I'm like, wait a minute, is that a teddy bear, is that a fucking teddy bear, on the audience out there, oh my god, oh god, before you know it, we're going to have a fucking, uh, someone is going to post a picture of Patrick Swayze or something like that, or show something of Elvis Presley, it's like, oh my god, and somehow, there's going to be some people that are going to be wise asses, and you, you expect it, especially when you're dealing with the internet all i know is all i know is this is the thing i'm saying this is the thing i'm thinking about when president trump is no longer president the pandemic will be over and and believe it or not believe it or not no one has figured this out yet when president trump is no longer president the pandemic and this whole fucking covid 19 will be officially over yes And I have this strange feeling that COVID-19 was made up because of Donald Trump to get everyone to get scared. Okay? That's just my opinion. That's just my thought. You have an opinion. You haven't a thought. Shove it up your ass. Now, all I know is WWE Thunderdome is okay. It's not exactly the greatest thing in the world, but at least it's an idea. It's now getting the audience's attention. And we we don't know exactly how the ratings are going to look. For the match, well, for, for SmackDown, I mean, all, all I know is, there were several, and let's talk about some of the key elements that happened on WWE SummerSlam, um, or WWE SummerSlam, WWE SmackDown, uh, first of all, uh, let's mention one story, um, one story that I know a lot of people have been asking me about, and it's this whole thing with Sonya Deville, um, we know that this past Sunday, she was, um, uh, apparently, she was, well, she was kidnapped or something or she was invaded by some some guy I had a chance to look into my Twitter and find was looking for this guy. This guy is obsessed with Sony Deville. I don't know what his name is exactly. I think but this guy when you look in his Twitter account, man, this dude was retweeting and following everything that Sony Deville does. You know, and you know was mentioning a bunch of tweets that were completely scary off the off the chain it's like are you fucking kidding me you know we've got a lot of we got a lot of obsessed fans out there And, and it's one thing when you got some real obsessed fans that go after movie stars or rock stars or any 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 famous person in that particular nature but when you go too far i mean you're gonna eventually go to jail you're going to eventually do something stupid and it's going to end up... I mean, if this person takes his own life because they couldn't meet their favorite movie star or WWE superstar or whatever, I mean, that's just going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you insane? Are you nuts? I mean, look, I've had my, I, I've had my fair share of meeting WWE superstars. Now, I'm not going to mention the whole story. I'm not going to mention everything. I've met several super. I've met several people. Very famous people in my life. Um, I've met Freddie Fender. I've met Freddie Fender a long time ago when I was a kid. I have met... Um, I've also met WWE superstar The Great Khali. I've also met uh, referee uh, Scott Armstrong. And I've even met Our truth uh, Where I'm not going to mention to it just yet. But when the timing is right, I'll tell you about that story and everything. I have met Chuck Billy of Testament when he was over at Richards Billiards. That was a great honor for me. I've met several uh, several rock stars uh, that have ha- that have played not only at Richards Billiards but played over at um, at places like the House of Rock and places like. Um, I would say, if uh, memory serves me correctly, Concrete Street, a few other places of that as well, and 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 I, I know right away somewhere. Hector's probably thinking, well, what am I, the chopped liver, H- Hector, I've met you, okay. And the thing is, I have not kidnapped you yet, okay. Although there were a couple of times where I just wanted you to step in my car and you know drink a couple of beers and jam it to Chimera and make sure that you got home safely. Although I did wanted to take you home to drink a little bit longer, and if your girlfriend. Were to find out that I have you all this time, uh, I would be like, no, he's not here. I don't know where he went. He went to go get some white claw. <laughs> okay, I, I wouldn't, I would not do that. Oh, well, I'll actually, let me correct you. I would do that. Okay, I would actually have Hector with me and I would actually drink beers with him and everything else like that. We've done it before. We've done it before. Okay, H- Hector's a bona fide rock star. I'm the main event. There's a big difference. <laughs> But anyways, anyways, the seriousness, uh, the seriousness is what happened with Sonya Deville was wrong and uncalled for. And it was ridiculous for this fan to do the things that he did. And then it was mentioned on Friday Night SmackDown. Now, and, and just to kind of give uh, everyone, not a spoiler, but mostly about what's going to happen at SummerSlam. Because now, the matchup that was supposed to be a hair versus hair match, which... I'll be honest, I thought it was a good move to change the match. Because now it has become a Loser Leaves WWE at SummerSlam. Sony Deville going one-on-one against Mandy Rose at SummerSlam. And like I said, instead of a hair versus hair match, it's now a loser-leaves WWE. Now it's pretty much gonna be the obvious and, and it's pretty much there's a reason behind it. Now Sony Sony Deville the, the beautiful thing that I love about Sonya Deville is that not only is she a beautiful woman, and even though we know she's lesbian, she's a beautiful woman. She's the hottest lesbian I've ever seen. That's just me talking. Um, I think this is the right move, and I think this is the right call. And I think the reason why they changed the match, uh, because obviously, maybe Sonya Deville doesn't feel safe being in WWE. As of, as of this moment. I think until... Because 'cause going to be a point... I mean, when that matchup was announced, I just said, okay, well, now I see the reason, and I think Mandy Rose is going to win. And, and it's pretty much the obvious right there. Sonya's going to lose. It's going to happen. I mean, you see it coming. Unless they have some sort of plan ready for Sonya Deville in the next couple of months... I'd like to know what that is, but in the meantime, I think this is the best call. So at SummerSlam, it's going to be Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville. And what's going to happen is if Sonya loses, she's out of the WWE, but let's call it like we see it. I don't think she's going to be really out of the WWE. She's going to be, you know, just taking some time off and, you know, trying to get away from all this stuff until everything, you know, cools down. And then maybe there's a possibility of her returning. Who knows? It could happen until the Royal Rumble you know that could possibly happen we'll see how that goes speaking of WWE, oh, actually before we talk about SummerSlam, uh let's talk about a couple of other things including the fiend and braun strowman i know there's some people that are done oh no wait before we talk about that before we talk about that congratulations ladies and gentlemen congratulations go out to the new intercontinental champion his name is bruce lee Yes, Bruce Lee. Yes. Yes, you know him quite well as Jeff Hardy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, yeah, well, obviously Jeff Hardy won the Intercontinental Championship last night, but the reason why I call him Bruce Lee is because um, there's a guy, and I think Hector knows who he is quite well, is uh, the sing- uh, the guitarist for the Periwinkle Massacre. He looks like Jeff Hardy, he, he, well, come to think of it, he looks like Rob Barrett. He looks like Dimebag Darrow. He looks like Joe Jonas. But, 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 does he have short? I'm curious. Does he have short hair, or does he have long hair? Because it would look very, very sick if he had short hair. Because then I'll have to call him some something else. Maybe Jeff Hardy. Who knows? But, anyways, <laughs> there's a reason. I mean, because he he does remind me of Jeff Hardy a little bit, just by the look and just by the way he comes out and everything so but anyways congratulations go out to Jeff Hardy for winning the Intercontinental Championship and by defeating my man the phenomenal AJ Styles so no doubt Nothing is official as of yet, but if I know the WWE, and if they are smart enough, which they should have been smart enough to do this to begin with, it wouldn't surprise me that at SummerSlam, we would possibly see Jeff Hardy go one-on-one against the phenomenal AJ Styles for the Intercontinental Championship, which, hey, no-brainer, no big, you know, do that and everything. So congratulations once again goes out to Jeff Hardy for becoming the Intercontinental Championship champion once again. Now, let's talk about this whole thing with Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt. And let's talk about this whole thing with Retribution. Okay, look. Um, I really am not sure where this whole Retribution thing is going on. I'm even surprised that they're over at the Thunderdome. I was surprised. It's one thing when you break into the Performance Center, but the arena... wouldn't wouldn't you have had some security to make sure that they didn't enter the building even if even if they tried to get into the building it would have been just a little bit more realistic you know retribution just shows up right there so at the very beginning of the show here comes mr mcmahon right he's there and then he meets face to face with the fiend and i'm like oh my god i mean now we're gonna get a face-to-face encounter with the most ferocious individual, the most evil, the most sadistic, the most sickest son of a bitch walking God's green earth. And then you got the fiend. <laughs> I I could help, come on, I mean, whoa, shit, of course we know The Fiend is sick, but what about Mr. McMahon, duh, that's who I was talking about, (laughs) but anyways, you had Vince McMahon face to face with The Fiend, and then here comes Braun Strowman, Vince McMahon leaves, face to face encounter, yada, 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 then you got Retribution, I'm thinking, oh my god, Retribution's gonna get their ass kicked by these two guys, and, well, you got to hand it to Bray Wyatt. At least he was smart enough to go ahead and leave Let, leave Braun Strowman all alone. You figure Braun Strowman would have gone out there and beat the shit out. You know, it used to be five members of Retribution. Now all of a sudden we got like, like an Aces and Eights type or NWO type, you know, version. You got all these guys and it's like, who the fuck are these guys? They're all wearing masks and the WWE audience comes in and, you know, tries to make the save and everything. You know, here, here's the funny part. Here's the funny part. I noticed this on SmackDown. You notice this. While Retribution was scared off while they were getting, getting away, who comes running at the very, very end? Yes, you got it. It was The Miz. The Miz comes out, he's all pumped up, he's all ready, he's ready for a fight when the fight already happened, you stupid son of a bitch. Miz, listen, with all due respect, well, actually with no respect at all, you suck, you need to get over yourself, you're not badass, you were badass, but you fucking suck, you could have came in... With everyone else, so that way you would have found a way to have some balls, but apparently when you were backstage you were trying to find your balls and you couldn't find them, could ya? You stupid jackass. Okay, so anyways, let's talk more about the, um, the Strowman match. The Strowman and um, the Stroman and Bray Wyatt match. So apparently the next thing was that Bray Wyatt was having his Firefly Funhouse. That took place and then also I think Bray Wyatt had felt some uh, presence, felt somebody coming, and apparently when he said "What took you so long?", I was like, "What are you talking about?" And then there was Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman was attacking Bray Wyatt when he's in his in his character, right, in his whole element and stuff. So he beats the shit out of him, and then officials go ahead and stop him. Now this is the part where now it is now becoming real clear. That the fiend Bray Wyatt is gonna turn baby face, and Braun Strowman is pretty much the heel. So this is what they've been striving for all this time. So Bray Wyatt is in the hands of Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman lifts him up and choke slams him to the concrete. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And then there's there's Bray Wyatt laid out flat out everyone's in a panic right now here's an ambulance coming this way by the way that ambulance was parked way the fuck over there all right it was it it didn't just show up automatically it was parked way the fuck over there i saw it okay so they pulled into the they brought in the fucking ambulance right they put in Bray Wyatt and as soon as they put in the uh, put in Bray Wyatt in the ambulance they closed it they try to tell the fucking driver hey go 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 get him out of here get him out of here get him out of here and slowly this car and I'm looking at the ambulance like wait a minute am I the only one that notices that there's something going on in the fucking ambulance so slowly the car tries to move forward right and then all of a sudden it pulls back. And I'm like, well, well somebody's driving it apparently. It's probably either uh the the rabbit or 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 mercy the buzzer driving the fucking <laughs> Oh, it's gotta be the puppets fucking driving the fucking ambulance. But anyways, anyways, so they're pulling the fucking shit right. Here here comes the ambulance. Adam Pierce, who's one of the WWE officials, also a former ring of honor producer and a wrestler also, I remember that former NWA world champion, know that quite well the ambulance is pulling in and Adam is just, hey, hey, go back, go back what are you doing, go back, and then all of a sudden I'm looking at at the back of the ambulance and I'm like wondering, okay, what's going on because it looks a bit foggy it looks a bit foggy, because Bray Wyatt was in there, I don't know if he was in there, I may have to look at it again I think he was in there alone or something like that then all of a sudden, the lights turn red and I'm like, wait a minute, uh-oh! And then, as soon as like the lights turn red, you can see the camera rolling right towards, you know, the officials and the stars. are all wondering what the fuck's going on. And then the look on Adam's face told the whole story. Like, oh shit! And then all of a sudden, like, as soon as the camera turned right back into the ambulance, there's the fiend coming out. And and there and you just saw Bray Wyatt go in there. And he turned into the fiend. So this is (laughs) I you know this is something that I would expect, definitely, from the fiend. But also the only unexpected thing was we got what we wanted now. And I think the WWE got what they wanted as well. And that was the fact that everybody's been waiting for the fiend to turn. As a babyface. And this is the moment. This is the moment that now it's going to take place. Now it's going to be Bray Wyatt versus Ron Strowman for the Universal Championship at SummerSlam. But this time with a different change. Even though it's still the same guy. It's still the same Bray Wyatt. It's still the same fiend and everything. He's turning into a babyface. That's what's happening. And let's call it like we see it. He was always a baby face. And I know what everyone's thinking. No, no, dude, he was always a heel. No, when you have a crowd cheering for someone like The Fiend every single time, that's not exactly necessarily a heel turn. Because a heel turn, fans would boo him. Fans would find him disgusting. Fans would think he's, he's fucking disrespectful and all this stuff. Fans cheer for The Fiend. They cheer for this character. They cheer for this guy. So he was already a baby face even when they turned him into a baby face. I know it sounds confusing, but then again, we're dealing with an industry that is so confusing. We don't know who the heels are. We don't know who the good guys are. It's hard to tell. But nonetheless, at SummerSlam, it's going to be Braun Strowman defending the WWE, Champ- the WWE Universal Championship against Bray Wyatt. And it should be tremendous to check out this Sunday on the WWE Network. So, with that being said, let's get into what we need to talk about. And that is WWE SummerSlam. We know a lot is going to go down and it should be tremendous. Let's see if we can get into, uh, here we go. WWE SummerSlam, live August 23rd, live on the WWE Network. You'll never see it coming. That's what the title of the whole thing is. All right, here we go. Let's put the matches together. Okay, so all the matches have been placed here. All right, here we go. So, the number of matches. Here here are some of the matches to look forward to. The Street Profits, Angelo Dawson and Montez Ford to defend the Raw Tag Team Championships against uh, Andrade and Angel Garza with Selena Vega in their corners for the Raw Tag Team Championship. In this matchup, I'm actually, as um, I think I may have stated this before, I think Andrade and Angel Garza will actually win it. I think they will. I think they'll become the tag team champions. But it wouldn't surprise me if the Street Profits walk away with the tag team title. So the main event's going to go with Andrade and Angel Garza. But as I stated, it wouldn't surprise me if the street profits walk away with the tag team titles also for the wwe championship drew mcintyre defends the championship against randy orton this is going to be a matchup that everyone wants to talk about we'll set that aside for a moment because i got my opinions on this one apollo cruz to go one-on-one against mvp for the united states championship my thought is i'm going to go with all apollo cruz obviously but there's a lot of people that have been speculating that Apollo Crews is going to not only retain the United States Championship, but supposedly he's going to, you know, join the Hurt Business with MVP. I don't think it's going to happen. There's going to be a new member of the Hurt Business, obviously, but I don't think it's Apollo Crews. I really don't. If you believe that, fine. You believe it however you want to, but that's just how it is with me. So look for Apollo Crews to retain the title. Also, a street fight with Dominic. Mysterio with Rey Mysterio in his corner against Seth Rollins with Murphy in his corner. Uh, You know, this is one of these things where it's a bit too soon, and they're going to have the match anyway. I'm hoping, I'm hoping to God that Dominic Mysterio does win the match. Definitely. I'm hoping that that happens. I'm hoping he beats Seth Rollins, but... Don't discount Seth Rollins for ev- anything. He's a former WWE champion. He's a former Universal champion. He's held on to every championship. He is cold and he is maniacal. It wouldn't surprise me if Seth Rollins were to win the match over Dominic. So, I predict that at SummerSlam, my money is definitely on my money's definitely on Dominic, but it wouldn't be a surprise if Seth Rollins were to walk away and pretty much take out another Mysterio like he did with Rey Mysterio Jr. Also the first of two matches for Asuka Asuka has two opportunities at championship gold the first one will be for the Raw Women's Championship it's going to be Sasha Banks going one on one against Asuka my prediction on this one and I'm hoping to God this is just my thought my thought only my prediction, everyone's saying that Sasha Banks is going to lose. Everyone's saying that Sasha Banks is going to retain the title and then that Asuka is going to retain the title for or win the title from fucking uh, Bayley. But my my opinion, my humble opinion, while their logic is wrong and it's completely wrong because... Anytime when I can see something that they say, it's like, uh-uh, that's not going to happen. H- h- hear, my, hear my thoughts before anybody decides it. Okay, so Sasha Banks versus Asuka. Asuka's the champion. I mean, Asuka's the challenger. Sasha Banks is the champion. Asuka will be the new champion and will defeat Sasha Banks easily. And it will be because of Bailey. That's my thought. So Asuka will become the new Raw Women's Champion. Now... Bailey goes one-on-one against Asuka, but this time it will be for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And here's my my prediction on this. My prediction is if Asuka wins the match and wins both titles, I'm going to be pissed. I'm going to be pissed. I know a lot of people are thinking, well, why not? I mean, Asuka should have both titles anyway. No, it should not even happen at all. I mean... Come on, I mean, it's one thing when it's a woman holding on to a singles title and a tag team title, that's fine, but holding on to two singles titles? Come on now, be real. You can't defend both titles, you can't. I've tried. (laughs) But anyways, my prediction is I think as much as I'd love to see Asuka win the SmackDown Women's Championship, I think Bayley's going to prevail in this matchup, and I think Sasha will somehow... I think Sasha will somehow interfere in the match, but it won't be too much, right? And Bayley's going to somehow walk away with the SmackDown Women's Championship. So I see Bayley retaining her title. I see that happening. And it makes sense when you think about it, because the Raw Women's Championship needs to be around Asuka's waist. And Sasha and Bayley, they need to have their feud now. I mean, if they're going to set this up at Payback, which that's also something we're going to have to talk about another time, if it's going to happen at Payback, let it happen at Payback, please, okay? So my prediction, once again, for the Raw side, Asuka will win and beat Sasha Banks. For the SmackDown side, I think Bayley will retain her championship against Asuka. That's what I think will happen. Now... As we mentioned earlier, this was supposed to be a hair versus hair match. Now it's a no disqualification loser leaves Raw match or loser leaves WWE match. Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville. And as I mentioned earlier, I think Sonya Deville is going to lose. I think Sonya Deville will. So Mandy Rose is going to win the match hands down. Braun Strowman to defend. The Universal Championship against Bray Wyatt. And uh, this is going to be an easy one. And you're going to find... it Well, it says here... And... well, wow, this is interesting. And this is the first time I've read this. Um, it says, False Count Anywhere Match for the Universal Championship. So, I'm kind of wondering... Because uh, it's, it's... It's so funny when you look at the Wikipedia pages. And when you see the matches being put together... You're wondering if this is official. Now, this is my take on it. Just, just to kind of give you the match and everything. Braun Strowman will somehow win the Universal Championship or will keep it, keep the title. No, no. Let me correct that. The Fiend Bray Wyatt is going to win the match, but not the championship. I think there's going to be something more between Braun Strowman and. Bray Wyatt, that's going to go further down into the payback event, which we'll also talk about at another time. But it says here it's a false count anywhere match for the WWE Universal Championship. And this is the first time I'm looking at this. So I'm wondering okay, was that match made official or did anybody say anything about it? I'm going to have to get it into my WWE uh, network uh, deal and everything just to get a, an official clarification, you know, just so we know what goes on. But, anyways. The next matchup is for the WWE Championship. We talked about this earlier, Randy Orton versus um, <clears throat> Randy Orton versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Now, uh, there's a lot of people that have been talking about this as if Randy Orton's going to win the WWE uh, Randy Orton's going to win the WWE Championship over Drew McIntyre, you know? They they're, they're Making this out to be like, you know, he's going to be able to not only win the championship, but also a possibility of the championship um, being defended at WrestleMania against Edge. Now, this is the thing I hate. I hate it when people think it's there's nothing wrong with thinking ahead. But when they're take when they're thinking too far ahead, especially when it comes to WrestleMania, look, Edge is out for a while. And they all want to see Randy Orton versus Edge for the WWE Championship. Now, my opinion, my personal opinion on this is I don't want to see that match. Not for the WWE Championship anyway. I'd love to see Randy Orton versus Edge one more time, but without the championship being involved, okay? Uh, But I think the only reason why they want to put the championship around Edge is to create ratings. That's all they want to do. So my opinion is this matchup with, with Drew McIntyre, Versus Ra- versus Randy Orton, obviously to me, I think Drew McIntyre should retain the title. I think because look, you got Drew McIntyre who's on a tremendous role. He has defeated Brock Lesnar. He has defeated uh, John Morrison. Uh, no, wait a minute. Who, who, who else did he defeated? Dolph Ziggler. He's defended his championship against many others, and everyone has been behind. Drew McIntyre every step of the way, you know, every single step of the way as this is going on. Now, my thought is, I I don't want to see, I I, I don't want to see what's going to happen. Uh, let me see if I can. Uh, <clears throat> I don't want to see Drew McIntyre lose the championship to Randy Orton. So, my my thought of this is I. You know, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna use my gut instincts on this one. Everyone is saying that Randy Orton's gonna win the WWE Championship at SummerSlam. I don't think that will happen. I, I I really really don't. Unless they choose to say have Drew McIntyre win it at SummerSlam and then go to Payback and make that a match for the WWE Championship. Okay, then that that would kind of make sense and everything. So we'll we'll see what happens. So my prediction for that match is. I'm going to go with um I'm going to go with Drew McIntyre. I think Drew McIntyre is going to win it. Everyone's going to say Randy Orton, but I'm going to go with Drew because look, you have got this badass champion. He deserves to be the champion. He deserves to hold on that title for a a lot longer than expected, you know? And you know, all, all I can say is, you know, you know, if if everyone look, as much as I want to see Edge versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship, no. No, because because if you give the title to Edge, you know he's not going to defend the title every single day or every single week or every single month for that matter. You got to at least give him some rest time as read in the contract. But anyways, nonetheless, at SummerSlam, that's what's going to happen. It's going to be Drew McIntyre defeating Randy Orton at WWE SummerSlam. So that's what's going to take place. That's what's going to happen. And the main event is definitely looking forward to checking out WWE SummerSlam tonight. So, guys, just to reiterate, just to get everything out of the way, because I know there's a lot of people that are curious about what's going to be happening in the next few hours. So, guys, remember, hold on uh, for a second right here, if we could just uh, adjust this real quick. There we go. All right. Just want to get this out of the way. So, guys, WWE SummerSlam is going to be taking place tomorrow night, live as it happens, on the WWE Network. You heard my predictions. You heard my thoughts. You know what's about to happen. And we are getting prepared for WWE SummerSlam tomorrow. But before we check out WWE SummerSlam, we got two big events that are going to be taking place tonight. It's going to take place on the WWE Network. One event features NXT TakeOver 30. The NXT Championship will be decided. Who will be the new... North American champion. We're all going to find out at NXT TakeOver 30. They've done 29 takeovers, and now this will be the 30. And then... AEW Dynamite it was on a Wednesday and now it's going to be on a Saturday night we got some big time Saturday night wrestling not just in AEW but in NXT as well don't forget we also got some UFC that's going to happen as well so if you guys are interested in checking out UFC do what you can but anyways guys we're getting closer and closer to the end here and I'm getting ready to get pumped up for WWE's SummerSlam this Sunday. And also I'm getting ready for NXT TakeOver tonight and also AEW's Dynamite. It's going to be tremendous and the main event is looking forward to seeing how all this goes down and so much more live as it happens on TNT Network and on the WWE Network. We are all prepared. We are all ready. SummerSlam weekend is here and we are set. And you... Will not see it coming. I guarantee you. Sort of. Why? Because I can. And I want to. Any questions. Enough said. I will see you next time. On another great episode. Of the Main Event Talk Podcast. SummerSlam weekend is almost coming to an end, guys, so re-ready. Don't sit there on the couch and do absolutely nothing. Check out WWE SummerSlam live as it happens on the WWE Network. Check out NXT TakeOver tonight on the WWE Network, and check out AEW Dynamite on TNT. SummerSlam weekend is going to be the fucking shit.